on radio. Right on radio. Narrating the end of the world. The end of the world. This news just in. We are your news now. Providing the play-by-play for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Right on, right on, right on. Live right. Live right. In the real world. (laughs) Right on radio. Get the news. You're listening to Right On Radio. Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns, Ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for forty-two months. Mouth and blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear, let him hear.
Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Well, welcome to Right on Radio. My name is Jeff. This is the 600th episode, I guess, that we've done on video sort of things. We're way over 800 in total. I don't number the lives I do on Podbean and stuff like that, but officially episode 600. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for sticking with right on radio and with this community. It's been a bit of a bumpy ride at times. There's no doubt about it. Hey, on today's show, you saw the preemptive video that I put in where I was reading from Revelation 13 and Obviously, that's coming to the mark of the beast. And if you saw, for those of you who are listening, you wouldn't have seen it, but the last words on the screen were the beginning of sorrows. And for the last five or six days, I've been studying a lot. And of course, I've been studying this stuff for a couple of years, but very specifically into the beginning of sorrows. And I've found some amazing correlations in the Bible that I've never seen before. And my mind was blown. And so this is going to be the beginning of of a small series. I've just got too much stuff to, to share with you to make it one episode, but the information is congruent and will need to be grouped together. And I really struggled with where to start today, to be honest, because I have so much to share. The purpose of this series is going to be to remove confusion about what things will happen. And I don't know the exact dates or anything like that. Although I'm going to give you maybe some clues to some dates throughout the series, because the Bible has given us many clues. We're going to cover some of them here today, but I'm also going to look at some of the esoteric writings, because although we compare everything to the Bible, You know, some of the Gnostic and the esoteric writings give you the other side, (laughs) them knowing that they have to play within God's rules and what they plan on accomplishing and what the grand illusion is going to be. I think many of us have got it kind of figured out now, but to really put it into some order I think is going to help you and it's going to help me and it's going to help prepare our minds and, and even ourselves for what we're going to most likely go through in our lifetime when who knows, but I'm going to suggest, I think it's sooner than later. (laughs) I'm just, you might come to that opinion at the end of this series as well. Hey, before I get into the information, I want to thank all of you who have joined the Right On community. 
you go to write on you that is with the letter u.com join the community contribute to the community that is built by you and for you relate to each other build community you know like someone's posts reply to their post start a conversation i would just ask you know 15 20 minutes a week you know spend in there contribute an article or something like that it's very cool and we can accomplish a lot together I also need to mention that there are some people who have reached out that have been previously taken my courses and stuff like that, and they have an account and they're having trouble getting in. I am looking for the answer for that right now. So I am working on it. Please be patient with me and we'll uh, see what we can do. The one quick workaround is, although I asked for your best email address, if you just used a second, a different email address, you'll be able to get in. Also, I want to thank for the support. And of course, we have Patron. I've got PayPal. And now I've got this new super easy donor box. It's in the description. It's super, super easy. You don't have to commit to anything. You don't even have to start an account. Like it, it's really quick. And could use your donations, but I do appreciate the monthly ones probably most because they're somewhat I can count on. And two last things, folks, these mushrooms are making a difference in people's lives. They help restore your immunity system and your immunity system can fight off all kinds of things. Obviously from the big C word, diabetes, liver troubles. You know, even, you know, mental, you know, people who are struggling with cognitive issues. Maybe I should send some of these to the actor playing Biden. <laughs> but go to get your mushrooms at ro at pet, ror.petclub247.com. And lastly, folks, if you pay any attention to the news, it's all, it's every week they're warning you the lights are going to go out. And now they're talking about, you know, Russia has a space weapon. They're going to detonate nuke in space, which is an EMP, by the way. And, you know, that's they're basically plotting the narrative. It's going to be your government who does it. I have no, I don't think it would be Putin. It'll be your government that actually does it to you. But, folks, an EMP shield can protect your electronics and that for when the power does come back on. And it will eventually. How long? I don't know. I don't know, but it's a very inexpensive security to get for your home, for your vehicles, your generators, whatever. Go to empshield.com and make sure to use coupon code ROR to save $50. And you can also bundle up. They have a, another special on there as well. Okay. So I got a lot to get through. You're going to have to listen to me read some, and I'm going to explain some stuff. I've really worked hard on this information for you. So I pray that it will help you. I'm just going to start by reading from Daniel chapter 12. And I want, I'm going to point out the key things that I want you to pay attention to. So I'll, I'll do some repetition in this to make sure that you get the points. 
Daniel chapter 12. Now at that time, Michael, the great prince who stands guard over the sons of your people will arise. And there will be a time of distress such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time. And at that time, your people, everyone who was found written in the book, will be rescued. If you, your name is in the book, hear these words. You will be rescued. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground will awake, these to everlasting life. So those who have gone to the grave ahead of you, but their names are written in the book, they go up to be with the Lord as well. But the others disgrace and everlasting contempt. And those who have insight will shine like the glow of the expanse of heaven and those who led the many to righteousness, like the stars forever and ever. Isn't that wonderful? We'll glow like the expanse of heaven. And those who lead the many to righteousness, like the stars forever and ever. But this is, it's verse four I want you to pay attention to, other than you will be rescued. That's the important part in Daniel 12 for now. But verse four, but as for you, Daniel, keep these words secret and sealed up the book until the end of time, many will roam about and knowledge will increase. So there's a lot of things that have been kept secret for millennia, quite honestly. But we're in a time that many have adopted the phrase, the great awakening. And let me just ask you, brother or sister, do you think that knowledge has increased in these days? Has your knowledge increased? And I could go further into Daniel, but it says in the end days, people's transportation will increase, the communications will increase, all these things that have happened in recent years. In fact, let's just say in the last hundred years. But I ask the question, God said, Daniel, keep these words secret and seal up the book until the end of time. Many will roam about and knowledge will increase. My question is, has this book been opened? I don't know the answer to, of that for sure. I want to tell you. But it kind of seems like it has been. I'm going to get back into Scripture in just a couple moments. But for this program, 
I need to read some more stuff from Alice Bailey. And some of this I've covered before, but I'm getting deeper and deeper insight into this stuff. And I want to share it with you. If you're new to the program, Alice Bailey was a prophetess. She was a student from someone called Madame Blavatsky. And essentially, this is ancient age to new age Gnostic philosophy. Alice Bailey was one who channeled, well, the fallen angels, just say what it is. You know, they will call them ascended masters and other names, but it's the fallen angels. And so these words come directly from the fallen angels, the ones who rebelled against God and who have lost their first estate. Alice Bailey formed Lucifer Publishing, which became Lucius Trust, which is the, and its theosophy is what they call the faith, which really brings all faiths together. And so it's the beginnings of a one world religion, and they're located inside the United Nations, and it is the official religion of the United Nations. And inside their prayer room, inside the United Nations, they even have the black cube of Saturn. Saturn is representative of Satan, just so you know, in case you're new. So knowing that it's the United Nations is what's behind forming one world government, duh, (laughs) United Nations. Right? Can you see it coming? And this is, and they want to have one world religion along with one world government. It is probably worthwhile to look at some of the things that they have in print. Now, this is Alice Bailey, obviously channeling Satan, but it's, or I should say Lucifer. Because he's gonna, this is the angel of light. She describes, and it's important, you know, I talk about dark to light a lot, and it's two sides of the Luciferian system. There's the dark lodge, dark magic, all about money, greed, perversion. And then there's the white lodge, which is all about creating this utopian society. It's all from the devil. Okay. It's important that you know that. But this is more talking from the white side, the light side here. And she's saying here, your spiritual goal is the establishment of the kingdom of God. Now, I talk a lot about the NAR folks, the NAR churches, and there's millions there's hundreds of thousands of them in the west alone and they're teaching exactly the same thing that she is saying here channeling lucifer your spiritual goal is to establish the kingdom of god so this is why i spend time letting you see how they are doing this because they don't the churches don't come out and say it in so many words, because people would catch on. They're sneaky how they do it. Well, let me continue 
how they do it, because she's going to explain it here. One of the first steps towards this is to prepare men's minds to accept the fact that the reappearance of the Christ is imminent. Okay, that sounds good. I'm prepared. (laughs) Maranatha, Lord, come. Then she goes on to say, you must tell men everywhere that the masters, she's talking about the ascended masters, and their groups of disciples, the other little demony guys, are actively working to bring order out of chaos. Listen to this next statement so you know order out of chaos. Are we experiencing chaos right now? Listen to this next sentence. You must tell them there is a plan and that nothing can possibly arrest the working of that plan. Nothing can stop what is coming. Sound familiar? There's a plan. Folks, this was written in 1930s. Now, the next, so nothing can stop what is coming, that there is a plan. Next sentence. You must tell them that the hierarchy stands and that it has stood for thousands of years and is the expression of the accumulated wisdom of ages. Okay. So what is the hierarchy? This is from the book written by Alice Bailey, The Externalization of the Hierarchy. The hierarchy is the unholy trinity. You see, Satan cannot create, but he copies and he imitates everything that God does. You see, Satan himself is like the father. And then you have the Antichrist who is to come. That is like their Jesus. And the false prophet is like the Holy Spirit. That's the unholy trinity. And they're talking, that's what they call the hierarchy. Okay. And under them, just like our God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, just like our God has a bunch of angels that work for him and he dispatches them out. Well, they have angels under them too. And it stood, it's the accumulation of the wisdom of the ages right back to the beginning. Now, she goes on to say, you must tell them above all that God is love, that the hierarchy is love, and that Christ is coming because he loves humanity. This is the message which you must give at this time. And with this responsibility, I leave you work, brothers. So that is a clue that they're going to bring order out of chaos. They're in charge of both sides, folks. And the Christ that's going to come is all about love. And he's doing it because he loves you. You see, on the Luciferian side, they actually believe that God, our Father, the creator of the universe, 
has kept us in prison, and they, they believe that Lucifer is setting them free from a bad God. You have to understand, that's what these people actually believe. They believe the lie. Now, I'm reading this stuff for a reason, and I think it's going to become clear. I'm sure it will. I'm going to read, now this is not a continuation, this is from a different section of the book. I have made this practical application and this immediate illustration of teaching anent glamour, illusion, and maya because the whole world problem has reached a crisis today and because its clarification will be the outstanding theme of all progress, educational, religious, and economic, listen to this, until 2025 A.D. It's funny how they say A.D., how they actually acknowledge that Jesus Christ of the Bible is the real one, but yet they try to fool even their readers here by saying, no, 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 but it's actually this guy, Lucifer. He's going to look like Jesus. You'll love him. Thus, a great and new movement is proceeding, and a tremendously increased interplay and interaction is taking place. Yeah, I say that's come true. And this will go on until A.D. 2025. During the years intervening between now and then, a very great changes will be seen taking place. And at the General Assembly of the Hierarchy, held as usual every century in 2025. So they have a great assembly every hundred years in the 25th year of the century. So this is Satan and all his minions. They all have to get together. They got to leave whatever nastiness they're doing for a short time and go and assemble. And listen to this. In 2025, the date in all probability will be set for the first stage of the externalization of the hierarchy. Now hear this. Remember, there's a plan. Nothing can stop what is coming. The present cycle from now until that date is called technically the stage of the forerunner. So are you hearing this? If there's a plan. Nothing can stop what's coming. He's doing it because he loves you. He is the forerunner. Now listen to this. The stage of the forerunner, it is preparatory in nature, testing in its methods, and intended to be revelatory in its techniques and results. 
You can therefore see that Kohans, masters, initiates, world disciples, disciples, and aspirants affiliated with the hierarchy are all at this time passing through a cycle of great activity. Now, see, they're planning next year in 2025, they're going to say, okay, we've got the world here. When do we enter? And when I say enter, it's the unholy trinity making themselves known to man. Okay? They're going to meet because they're trying to set the stage because Satan wants as much success as possible in the destruction of man and getting rid of as many Christians as possible. So they're doing all these testing things. They're seeing where things are going. Do you think that was a test a couple of years ago when they said, stay in your home? How many people complied? And when they asked you to change your DNA, how many people in this world did? And just think about that number because it's big. And it's going to mean something as we go forward. So the unholy trinity and all the demons are going to meet in 2025 in their general assembly to discuss when to come public with this. And I'm going to talk to you very specifically about how I believe this is all going to happen. That's why I'm doing a series. I don't even know what I'm calling it yet. You think, see, Satan and his minions have to meet to discuss what they think their best plan and their best time is because God is actually in control. Listen to this next part. This is just continuing on. In the adjustment necessitated by the rapidly advancing alignment, the members of the hierarchy are fitting themselves for the object work of public expression. This entails far more difficulty than you might imagine or anticipate because it entails the development of the form of the resistance to pull of the lower vibration on which you could know nothing for the lower vibration is necessary aspect of your normal expression. Little as you might like to realize this, you need to realize that there is nothing in the masters or the higher initiates which can respond to vibrations of this nature. What they're saying here, I'm just going to decipher it for you. Until they have enough people ready to go into their new ascension, their plan won't work. Though they cannot absorb it or react to it or redevelop it, it can cause them the acutest discomfort or pain. It can cause them, oh, sorry, that is the reason, listen to this, the Son of God was called in the Old Testament a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. They're trying to say here that Satan was actually the one in the Bible. This did not in reality refer to his sufferings for poor, miserable humanity, <laughs> but to the fact that he had to submit himself to contact with humanity. The hierarchy is therefore along all lines preparing itself for the experience of physical manifestation. 
It is also endeavoring to create the needed response apparatus, which will be of such a nature that the members of the hierarchy may function with the minimum difficulty on earth and will experience the least possible measure of handicap. They thus will be enabled to give the full time attention to the work done by them in the physical manifestation. Jesus came to earth. Satan's got to do the same. And you know, there's a bunch of people who are waiting for their savior to ride on, ride in on a white horse. The next time our savior comes to this earth, he's just going to do, be doing a drive by. He's going to come in the clouds. That's not his second coming, but he will be here once before his second coming. Let's go back to the Bible and see what God's timeline is now that we see a little bit into the enemy's plan. In Matthew 24, they're coming out of the temple and the apostles are pointing out the temple to Jesus saying, look how beautiful this is. Look at the stone. Look at this. And, you know, Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Not one stone will be on top of the other. It's going to be demolished. And of course, the temple was demolished in 70 AD. But Jesus said, I will rebuild this temple in three days. And of course, they thought, hey, it's taken 46 years to now building it to make it beautiful. How are you going to do it in three days? They didn't understand. He was talking about his body. But after this, And they're on the Mount of Olives, which is interesting because when Jesus comes back, he's going to be in the exact spot he was when he was answering these questions. And they said to him, teacher, how will we know the time of your coming? And Jesus said to them, see that no one misleads you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will mislead many people. So when Jesus answered them, he said the very first sign of his coming is that it says, see that no one misleads you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. And I've been teaching about Nar, and I've been teaching about these people, like the Kenneth Copelands, the Benny Hins, the all these people say that they are gods. They've said it out loud. And they are all preparing to bring in a kingdom <laughs> because they want to be their kingdom, not Jesus's. So the teaching of the Nar and other esoteric religions and the New Age and the Old Age. And all these other faiths, their religions out there is that you are God and it's the chakras and you're looking to ascend and all that crap. So how do you discern what's the truth? I got this little bit of a revelation today, or was it yesterday? Doesn't matter. How do you know if someone is telling the truth? Well, first of all, we're going to see what the second coming of Christ looks like. So 
you'll know there's that. But when you see these fake pastors and the new age and stuff like that, how do you know that it's not from God? Let me know what you think about this. You know what? If Satan is the father of all lies and he is the deceitful one, let's just look at his character for just a moment. Because I think this is a really easy way to discern if something is from God or is not. I'm reading from Isaiah 14. I'm going to read from verse 12 to 17. How you have fallen from heaven, you star of the morning, sun of the dawn. You have been cut down to earth, you who defeated the nations. But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven, and I will raise my throne above the stars of God, and I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Nevertheless, you'll be brought down to Sheol, to the recesses of the pit. To who, to those who will stare at you, they will closely examine you, saying, Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook the kingdoms? who made the world like a wilderness and overthrew its cities, who did not allow its prisoners to go home. But here's the key points. It's all self-centered. I will ascend into heaven. I will make this, and I will do that. It's self-centered. Every statement that was of Lucifer in that instance was self-centered. And when you look at these false preachers that come in the name of Jesus and they say, you can be prosperous, you could be healed, you can be this, you can be, uh, you should be in charge, you have authority, we're going to bring the kingdom in. It's a twisting of the word of God. So the very first thing that Jesus says is in those end days, see to it that no one misleads you, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and will mislead many people. I think I'm going to leave it off right there and continue this next time because The next part of this teaching is going to take a little bit of time. And this is really where I got a surprising revelation from the Word of God, something I had never seen before. And maybe it's because just going back to Daniel, keep these words secret and seal up the book until the end of time. Many will roam about and knowledge will increase. Now, end of time, actually, let me just address this. The end of time started at Pentecost 2,000 years ago. This world has 4,000 years before that, before Christ, 
And Pentecost came right after Christ, obviously. But Pentecost was the beginning of the last days. God is going to carry you through this. And I think I have some insight on how it's going to look, just based on the scriptures. Remember, if there's a theme for this year, with Right on Radio at least, it's prepare for the worst and pray for the best. But most importantly, you've got to get your mind into the game. You've got to get prepared mentally. And one of the best ways to do that is to just simply spend more time in the Word and studying, praying to God. Speaking of which, we have our prayer meeting Wednesday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time on Telegram. You're welcome to join us. You don't have to say anything. You can sit there silently and pray along with us. They won't call on you to pray out loud. But if something's on your heart, we don't judge by, you don't have to have fancy words. You can just say, Lord, I pray for my uh, my husband or my kids to find Christ. Amen. You can do that. And then we'll all pray with you that your husband, your kids will come to Christ. If there's ever been a time in history when you should start praying, it's now because the deception is getting to be very thick and the timelines are converging. A lot more on that in the next couple months. This is going to be a wild ride this year, folks. I'm telling you. And going into next year, it's going to get wild. But if I'll have a closing thought for you, don't have any fear. Fear is actually, it's not even real. Yes, there's natural resistance if you're standing near the edge of a cliff or something like that. There's fight or flight built into you. That's God's gift to you. But just having fear or worry for tomorrow, that's not real. That's a choice you are making, and you learned it from the world. Because 365 times in the Bible, God says, do not be afraid. So in other words, he says it to you every single day. Do not be afraid. Remember in Daniel, we read, you will be rescued. You will be rescued. Praise God. Hey, thanks again. It's the 600th episode, and I really appreciate all your support and uh, and your love and your prayers, certainly. I asked a long time ago, a couple of years ago, and I said it kind of jokingly, Lord, would you let me commentate the second coming? <laughs> kind of seems that God's answering that to some degree. No? <laughs> God bless each and every one of you. Remember to love your God. Read his word. Love your family. Love your neighbor as yourself. Extend the kingdom. Let them know that God loves them as well. And in doing that, you will make a difference in your community.